Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great atmosphere. N- oh no, fuck. <laughs> I messed it up. I'm so bad at jokes. Um, <laughs> did you hear about the one on the moon? Great food. No atmosphere. Because <laughs> the moon doesn't have an atmosphere. Oh, yes. Okay, um, who went first? Oh, welcome to... <laughs> welcome to what they won't tell you and what you probably shouldn't believe. A podcast about conspiracies. Yes, I'm Patrick. I'm Lauren. Oh, we did this really well. We never have good introductions. Oh, yeah, we bit, like... And how long did it take us to actually get a good introduction? Episode eight. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so now we've made it. We are officially podcasters because we have a good introduction. Um, we have multi- multiple fans, at least two. At least two. Uh, which is multiple, more than one. Yeah, and we have, all, at the time of recording, we almost have 200 uh, plays on SoundCloud. Wow, wow, nice, nice, nice. Um, that's nice for us because we're sweet baby beginner podcast. Oh, yes. We are. Um, and we're not very good at it. I will admit that. <laughs> and like we said at the beginning, this is mainly just for our entertainment and our enjoyment. It's like sort of a hobby for us. So we're happy to have even one listener. Yeah. it's it's. Oh, you're very quiet. It's not for you. It's for us. So um, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do have critique, you can go ahead and let us know, comments or uh, rate or whatever. Rate and review on iTunes, or I wonder, does SoundCloud have comments? Let me actually check. You can I actually. Know SoundCloud does have comments. It does have likes as well. So if you want to like us, go ahead. Um, we have re- it has likes, repost, comments, and downloads. Okay, so if you like us, like us. If you repost us, repost us. If you comment us, comment us. And if you download us, thank you. Yay. Thank you for downloading. I am going on a trip this weekend, so I have to download all my podcasts so I can listen to them on the bus. Are you going to download our podcasts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I already listened to this podcast. I don't need to download it. I'm going to listen to podcasts that I don't listen to. I have, like, such a long backlog of podcasts. Yes, you do. You do. Um, Anyway, Patrick. Yes? Who went first? I have no idea. It's been such a long time since we... It really has been. Last recorded. Um, Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Okay, so Patrick is going to go first. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we've decided. I don't know if you were there at the decision-making process, but Patrick is going first. Thank you for throwing me under the bus. And then Lauren is going second. Um, uh, and after that, <laughs> I was going to make the same joke. After that, uh, no one's going to go third um, because well, it's just the two of us. Maybe the fans can go third by like emailing us your yeah. Um, oh, great theory. idea. So the fans will go third. Uh, after Patrick, who's first, and me, who's second. <laughs> okay, Pat, what is your conspiracy? All right, do you remember the, uh, like, back two years ago or whatever, there was a ice bucket challenge? Yes. Um, did you know the reason for this challenge? Uh, it was to help uh, research an ASL. ALS. Yes, I was going to say, I feel like that's wrong. But. In ASL, American Sign Language. <laughs> ALS. ALS. 
which uh, I'm going to butcher. Or ALS. ALS, which um, the acronym stands for Anonymous Lateral Sclerosis. I, I, I'm butchering it. I Amnitrophic know. Lateral uh, Sclerosis. Yes. So, um, we were able to actually fully almost basically cure it and have a vaccine. I think, I don't know if it was a vaccination or a cure because of the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, it was fantastic. very successful. Yeah, it was very successful. So if you did participate in it, you were able and actually donated it. Obviously, thank you for the donations and whatnot. Because it came directly to us. Thank you for the donations. Yes. <laughs> then we sent it to the people that uh, do the actual research and research, stuff. But we had to take our cut first to actually buy the equipment. <laughs> yeah, it was a 50% <laughs> cut. I mean, we needed to make money somehow. So, um, obviously, thank you for recording, or not recording, donating. Yeah. And a lot of people, they were saying, oh, this isn't going to help at all. It's, oh, yeah, just, no, a, no, it's, it's just a gimmick, it's but just it, a it way, helped a lot. It helps a lot. Like, think about it. If you have even 10 people donate $10, that's $100. And I doubt one person would be willing to donate $100 at one point. Yeah. So yeah. at the scale that this was, I'm sure this was able to get so many people to donate like even a couple of bucks and it was able to help out obviously there is a lie here it actually wasn't for als it was for um baptizing people for satanism okay so wait you're telling me are you supposed to were you supposed to silence that because you didn't okay all right we should be good now um back on air Back on air. <laughs> Hello, welcome to uh, Conspiracy Theory WCRGK. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the Ice Bucket Challenge was not to cure ALS. It was for baptizing people in Satanism. Just baptizing people in Satanism. Um, what? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. So... Um, as some people are familiar with, baptism is basically um, dipping yourself in water to like cleanse the spirit or whatever. And you are super, super like that's not like okay, I, I don't it care. is what baptism is. I, like, but I know I understand I'm really wrong, but if you just you can't just like go into a bathtub and like dip yourself in water and be like, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm baptized. It has to be done by a priest. Yes, it has to be done by a priest and lots and lots of um, religious stuff happens. <laughs> oh, and lots of religious stuff happens. Okay, great. So, baptism. Baptism is Catholic. Yes. And a lot of religious stuff happens. But, okay, so baptism is Catholic. So why would you be able to be baptized into Satanism? Wouldn't you be baptized into Catholicism? You would think so. Yes, I do think so. That's why I asked. Especially because Satanism, there is no baptism for it. Right. Like, people think that the participants of um, the Ice Bucket Challenge that were really um, famous were... Some people believe that they're Satan followers, like Satanists. 
So then, I thought all famous people were part of uh, Scientology. Apparently not. Oh, okay. So famous people are like, I'm a Satanist. Okay. And I want to make more people Satanists. So I'm going to have them pour cold water on oh, their heads. Yes. And they're, they're Satanists now. Yes. Automatically. Automatically. I don't understand. Sane. Explain yeah. more. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at this process. So. Okay, I'm not going to interrupt you, so you're going to be able to explain this from top to bottom. Okay? Ready, set, go. Okay, ready, set, go. Um, like I mentioned before, ALS is a for a satanic ritual mm-hmm. that the Illuminati has set up. Okay. Um, they basically set up a fake disease, and actually the acronym is ALS, which stands for the Antichrist Lucifer Satan. That's like really redundant. Exactly. <laughs> It's not only really redundant, but... Oh, you like, know what I think they're trying to do, though? I think it's trying to be a spoof off of the Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. I mean, it could be, but at the same time, like, that's not Satanism. No, but, like, Satanism is kind of the opposite of Catholicism, or, like, Christianity. In some way, yes. Okay. So, okay. So, Antichrist, Lucifer, Satan, ALS. Yes. So, okay. How long has ALS existed? Um, or like existed the, in the conscious in our consciousness? The disease or Satanism? The disease. I actually don't know. I'm going to look that up. I mean, I'm just saying it's been in our conscious consciousness for a very long time. So, like, they would have had to set up, like, right? It has. Uh, it started in. 1985, about 33 years ago. That's when the ALS Foundation started. Yes. But yeah, so essentially, like, they would have had to prepare at least 30 years back. 30 years back to say this is a sort of association to try to get people into Satanism. So they established this fake disease. Yes. They knew for a fact that it was a fake disease, and now they're like... How do we get people to support Satanism? What's even funnier is they announced that they found, like, the cure or whatever. So how is this beneficial to them? <laughs> <laughs> like, if That's they're true. really trying to get as many people as possible into Satanism, how in the world do you think... That saying, we found the cure, is beneficial for your cause. <laughs> you know what? You make a great point. <laughs> I still don't understand, like, how does the Ice Bucket Challenge make people Satanists? Like, like, how is that baptism? I don't understand either because, like, you can be baptized and still not be fully Catholic or whatever. Not according to God. Do you know why people baptize their babies so young? I used to know a long time ago, but not anymore. It was so that the fairies couldn't get them. Huh. Yeah, because if you didn't baptize your baby, um, possibly a changeling could come and... And take away your baby. Mm-hmm, exactly. And do you know why they took away babies? Okay, this is really confusing to me. So the reason that they took away babies is because uh, the fairies have really ugly babies. Yes. And so they're like, these babies are cute. And I want, I want to take to care take of these, these babies. babies. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, 
for those that don't understand, this is sort of... Uh, this is mostly Irish mythology. Irish or Celtic mythology. Yeah, yeah. So, but like... Fairies are supposed to be, like, higher powers, and so why would they want, like, human babies? I mean, why do some people want to adopt instead of have their own babies? That's different. That's super different. Okay. I mean, like... I'm not adopting because my own children are ugly. (laughs) (laughs) And also, like, I'm not adopting, like, something, like... Okay, I guess it would be kind of like us adopting a dog. Yeah, it's like you adopting a dog or whatever. Like, obviously, comparatively to... Human baby compared to a puppy, a puppy is way cuter. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. A, I mean, a brand I'm, new, a that, brand new a baby. A brand new baby. My my nephew, when he was born, the ugliest thing I've ever seen. He was just disgusting. But he would was, you get a um, just born puppy? Instantly, they're so cute. Oh my so, god. Why would a fairy get a human baby instead of a fairy baby? Because fairy babies are ugly. Point and take. <laughs> okay, okay, right. I get it now, I get it now. So we're the puppies of the fairy world. Yes, we're the puppies of the fairy world. <laughs> actually, did you look up, there was a study done that elephants actually look at us the same way we look at puppies. Aww. So elephants think we're adorable. Aww, I think elephants are adorable. <laughs> oh, did you know that when you look at a puppy, uh, it's the, the same reaction of, like, if you fall in love, like... You show love with your eyes, but the cutest thing is, dogs also do that. That is awesome. So when they see you, they show love as well. That is I, so cute. Yes. It, like, they're in love with you as much as you're in love with them. I love how people say they don't believe in love at first sight, but have you seen a dog? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, so ALS. Yes, so ALS, the Antichrist Lucifer Satan organization... Um, was set up by the Illuminati in order to try to get people into Satanism. And some people actually believe that this was in order to bring back some people, like some famous people who died, like Robin Williams. uh, Who else was it? Who else died? Well, this is Paul Walker as well. Oh, so they're saying that they're part of the Illuminati? Yeah, they, they were part of the Illuminati, and this was sort of a way to either bring them back or to honor their death. Okay. Which still doesn't make sense if you announce that you found the cure. <laughs> right. Well, maybe they say they found the cure, meaning they found that the reanimated corpse of, um, what's his name? Paul Walker and Robin Williams. Yeah, exactly. They reanimated the corpse, but won't let us, like, won't show it to the world. Yes. I mean, if they showed it to the world, then we would know that Satanism exists. But at the same time, like... It but then they be, want us to be Satanists. I'm so confused. Yeah, I am too. Like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> None of this makes any sense. It's almost like it's conspiracy, Patrick. <laughs> so is there anything else to this conspiracy? Not really. No, I mean, like, it's just really weird to think about. Like, obviously there's this sort of message of think before you sign an agreement or whatever. Or do something. Right, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah, cautionary tale. But this cautionary tale is ridiculous. That's it. That's that's yeah. our hot take. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> cautionary ridiculous. tales are ridiculous. Well, this one in particular is ridiculous. It's sort of like let's have people trick people and then say, "Hey, not only are you now part of the organization, but without knowing it, but we don't need any more people." 
<laughs> we're done. We've, we're re- done. We're, we've reached our quota. Uh, sorry. Anyone else need not apply? Uh, okay, here's a couple of problems I have with this. There's two main problems. The first problem is um, that people don't know that they're going to be part of this organization. Yes. Like, they might baptize themselves, but, like, what does that really mean if there's no intent? I mean, like, does... Maybe people think that when you're baptized as Satanism, which, again, you don't be baptized as a Satanist, you change your whole, like, ideology and your brain changes. Like, instantly Satan takes over your soul. I've had a lot of people that participated in the Ice Bucket Challenge. They're absolutely the same. Oh, yeah. Actually, one guy, a lot nicer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Nice nice guy, nice guy. Maybe Satan is nice. (laughs) Well, okay, that's the second problem I have, is that this completely misconstrues what Satanism is, because Satanism is, like, not really a real religion, technically, because... It was meant as sort of a backlash to Christianity and how everyone was like Christianity. It, Satanist, the word Satan means like, what is it like? Not rebeller. It means like adversary. So you're an adversary to God. And that just means you're basically like an atheist. Yeah. But you're trying to show that like atheism isn't bad by like mocking you're basically mocking the idea that you Mock, could be yeah. mocking the idea of religion in a sense yeah exactly it's sort of like how some people believe in the uh, spaghetti monster or whatever right they don't actually believe in the spaghetti monster what they're just doing is mocking religion and saying like this is ridiculous why are you believing in god how can you believe in satan like and then the other thing is like Christianity, and I'm saying Christianity because it really is like against Christianity, um, all religions, but specifically Christianity. They're like saying you don't have to be Christian, you don't have to be religious in order to be a good person. Yeah. So, so that it completely misconstrues Satanism, and like it implies that Satanism is like actually practicing like devil worship and, and like sort of like these sort of. Um, Things that you imagine, like Hollywood portrays as cults. Right, you? right, exactly. Which, again, I well, I haven't been a part of a cult. You study cults more than me. So. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a cult studier. <laughs> so you probably. I would love to do that as a job, actually. A cult studier. Yeah, yeah. You could probably look up like if a library has that position. I doubt that. Well, well okay, okay, actually, in my field, there is a job hiring for a happiness coordinator. I could be that. You are basically the bitch of the office. You have to go out and get food, make sure that everything is clean and tidy, and make sure everything oh, is happy. Oh, so you, you so you're, the you're the intern. You're the intern, but you have a... A full-time job at being a bitch. <laughs> that is the happiness coordinator. That's kind of adorable. I'd still be good at it. Actually, do you want me to send you the link for the application? Uh, I probably would not apply, but I mean, like... It's fun to laugh at. How much money do you get? I don't... They didn't mention... They didn't it, mention that at all. If you're making the big bucks and, like, fine, I'll get you coffee if I'm going to make, like, $25, $30 an hour. That's not even big bucks, but, like, no, I'm a millennial. No, no. That's big bucks to me. <laughs> like, it, if anything, it should be way higher than, um, like, a, I'm saying over 100 for the way that you would be treated. Well, like, my mom's a nurse, and she makes, like, 30-something an hour. So, uh-huh. like, if I'm making more than a nurse, which is would be ridiculous... Um, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, true. Uh, let me... I really want to send you this link because it's freaking hilarious to laugh at. If I can find... Um, 
opportunities, happiness slash office coordinator. It's in Toronto. Oh, wow. Toronto. Okay, office coordinator, though, is an actual job. The first thing, though, is happiness. That's really ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's very condescending. Your duties is to start the morning right off by setting up for continental breakfast and brewing uh, copious amounts of coffee. <laughs> if you can't tell we like food, you'll be responsible for setting up our group lunches on Fridays. Oh, wow. So, okay, the second, the third thing you do is coordinating all food and beverages orders. So, essentially, you're just preparing food. Yeah, you're, you're the bitch. It's even funnier. The must-haves, a valid driver's license, and access to a vehicle is required, basically so you can and, go get the food. And previous food-serving experience. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. What? This is... This is they should definitely change it just to the bitch. <laughs> you are the bitch of the office. Wow, wow. I love how it says mid-level for experience, too. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they expect us to be I'm like... sending you this link. This is freaking hilarious. Are you... Oh, my God. Mid-level? Do I have to have, like, five years experience in the food industry? Because you know how awful food industry is? Oh, yeah. It's terrible. And you want me to do that? Okay, well, how much does it pay, though? That's uh, the big question. How much do you pay? They, I don't think they ever mention pay. The loot. The loot, okay. Competitive salary. Retirement savings plan. Okay, that's not bad. You have uh, health, dental, and vision insurance. Okay, okay. You have unlimited snacks and beverages, which you will have to pick up. That's fine. <laughs> and lots of other perks. Frequent company paid outings, events, and get-togethers. So essentially, like, it's being an intern slash a cashier or a waitress, except, like, you actually get benefits. Okay, that's not actually bad. I mean, at the same time, like, you also have to clean up the areas. So you will... Um... I mean, but yeah, also, that's not a bad gig. Like, if you're... It's essentially being a caterer. Like, yeah. being a personal caterer. But mid-level experience? That's kind of insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, caterers should have mid-level experience. So, I don't know. I just love the name of it. Happiness, Happiness coordinator. coordinator. That is, again, very condescending. <laughs> you go to a bar, hey, do you want to guess what my job is? I'm the happiness coordinator. Well, office coordinator, thank you very much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support the happiness coordinator. If I had a car, I might apply. Because Toronto, I would love to live in Toronto. Really? Yeah. It's, well, it's Canada, so it's a little colder up there. Not to diss on any Canadians live, listening, but like... Yeah, not to diss on any Canadians who live in uh, frigid temperatures and also have a cold heart. Uh, <laughs> okay, Canadians are nice. I would love to meet a Canadian. You would love to meet a Canadian? Well, so you've never met a Canadian, no. but you think they're nice. I, well, I you've met never some, met a Canadian? I met like one or two, and that's it. But that was back in high school, and they were like high schoolers as well. Yeah, so they're they're assholes. Well, all high schoolers are assholes. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, a- <laughs> ALS. Yeah, back to ALS. We really went far away from the actual conspiracy at hand. Well, I think it was worth it to talk about the happiness coordinator. Happiness. Well, if you're looking for a job, go ahead and uh, apply. Apply to the happiness coordinator. Uh, very. I mean, I think the benefits are great. You know, and then you get to eat. All the time. All the time. When you're not working, what are you doing? You're eating. just eating. Yeah. You know? That's, you don't that's have your job. No paperwork. You don't have to, like, 
sit in an office. You could just, you know, you're driving all the time. Driving so all like, the time. You can listening to podcasts like this one. Like this um, one. And just you can eat wherever you want. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it's a good gig. Yeah, you can go it, on someone's lap and eat. <laughs> While they're working, just sit like, on their lap. Like all you have to do is get coffee for people, and you get dental with that. I mean, that's a good gig. I would not. Don't knock it till you try it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna go on ZipRecruiter right now and look up happiness coordinator. See if any other businesses do that. If you had a business, would you hire a happiness coordinator? Yes, if I had enough money. Like, if my business was well-established enough to hire a personal caterer slash waiter, yes, I would instantly hire a happiness coordinator. Are you kidding me? That's fantastic. I'm just... Someone's literal job is to get me food. (laughs) That's fantastic. At the same time, I would want to as well, but at the same time, I would feel bad for them. As long as they're treated properly. Like like I said, it's a good gig, actually. So long as you're treated properly, but obviously people can take advantage of it. Fast. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just down a cup of coffee, he spilled the rest of it, say they have to clean that up and go get another coffee. It also kind of like, I don't know. I, you know, you'd have to see it in action. True. I don't know how many businesses do happiness. Office coordinator, though, Office is an actual is job. An actual, is an actual know? job, but happiness coordinator is even funnier. Yeah, again, it's like you're kind of taking away the actual importance of an office coordinator who, like, actually coordinates things. Like, not only food, but also, and, like, lunches and stuff like that, but also, like, outings doing and outings like, yeah. and stuff like that and making sure, like, the, the place runs efficiently. So, it's I don't know. more of a business thing than being the bitch. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I'd have to see it in action. Uh, it sounds fun. But it sounds like something an intern would do. You know, it was it's full a time. It's a job you take when you're still looking for other yeah. jobs, I would say. But you still want that like good job. Okay, anyway. Anyway, back to conspiracy theories. <laughs> and no, the um, happiness coordinator is not a conspiracy theory. It's a legit thing. You can actually look it up. It's real life. This is real life, you guys. I only wish it was conspiracy. <laughs> um, okay, it's thanks. It's even better than it's Great job. Life. Great job. Thank um, you. I, I don't know you. what I did, but thank you. <laughs> ALS. I'm bullshitting my way through high school or through the podcast like I did through high school. <laughs> if any of the uh, my teachers from high school are listening, hi. Did you hear about the <laughs> Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great atmosphere. <laughs> no food. <laughs> okay. Uh no food, and also it's hollow. Oh, you can meet aliens. Oh, yeah. You can meet aliens. I would love to. Let's go to the restaurant on the moon. Snaps for that. Oh, let's, if there's not one, we should definitely establish one. Okay. And call it, like, uh, Cheese Crater. Cheese Crater? I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, that was the first thing that came in my head, so obviously we can work on name titles. Yeah. It, it should be Great Atmosphere. <laughs> That's what it should be called. Great, Great Atmosphere. atmosphere. <laughs> we don't sell food. We just, it's just a place for you to sit down. It's just great atmosphere. You can't sit down. There's no gravity. Well, <laughs> there's floating chairs. You can, like, stand, like, kind of stand. You can sit on the floating chair. Okay, yeah. I would do it. I would do it. That is great atmosphere. <laughs> like, the ambiance, beautiful. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, great. Fantastic. 
uh, one uh, of a kind. So what is your conspiracy theory? My conspiracy um, is called Operation High Jump. Is it a lot of jump roping? No. Okay. It's about death and Nazis. Oh. It's, it's great because, you know, conspiracy theories, Nazis, they kind of go hand in hand. Somewhat, yeah. Like, there's a lot of conspiracy theories around Nazis, so... Yeah, yeah. So, I'm talking about the Nazis and uh, Operation High Jump. So, let me first talk about where I got my sources, or where I got my information. So, um, I got it from Skeptoid.com, which is a good website. I feel like I should use it more often. A Mental Floss, which had a really good, like, uh, article about this. It was, like, really... Uh, what, what is it called? Uh, exhaustive. And then also I watched this documentary, which you can find on YouTube, uh, called Operation High Jump, The Dawn of a New Age. Doesn't Metal Floss do a lot of articles about conspiracy theory? Yeah, yeah. I feel like mentioned them before. Yeah, Metal Floss does a lot of talking about, like, deconstructing conspiracies, just talking about, like, weird and odd things. That's kind of their thing is just talking about facts. (laughs) So Metal Floss... No, Metal Fox is really good. Yeah, it's, uh, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So those are where I got my information. So first, let's talk about um, the setup. So I'd like to say that a lot of this is, comes from the truth, uh, which is, I feel like, kind of rare for conspiracy theories. Like, there's a lot of truth in this conspiracy theory. It just gets misconstrued. Yes, not like the anti-Christ, Lucifer's uh, Satan Thing. Right, right. That's people just like connecting dots that like really don't, don't belong. Connect. But like, there's a lot of information that like really happened, but people are saying it was because of this, but not because of this. It was because of that. That, yeah. Uh, so okay, all right. So first, we gotta talk about World War Two. Uh, that's when the Nazis were created. Uh, if you don't know. A little bit before World War Two, but go on. That's true. That's true. But this is during World War Two. This is like right at the onset. Uh, in 1939, the Germans went on an exploration to Antarctica. Oh, this is about Antarctica. And uh, they explored this area, which was called Queen Maudland. Maudland. Okay. Okay, so they, in, they investigated this place, and this really happened again. I don't know why they investigated it. But as they explored this area, the Germans found an underground cave, and they also found, like, lakes and stuff. In which they built a giant secret military base. Okay. I have to ask a few questions. <laughs> Already. We haven't Already. even gotten to the we conspiracy. We haven't even got to the conspiracy theory. But what is the definition of lakes in the Antarctica? So, okay. Is so it- what happened was they found, like, this underground area. It had, like, all these, like, warm rivers. And they had, like, these lakes. And, like, around that was, like, land, obviously. And so... In this beautiful, kind of like this Eden. Oasis, almost. Yeah, this oasis in Antarctica. They were able to build this, like, giant base, military base, which they called Base 211, or New Berlin, or New Schwabenland, which was named after an area in, I believe, Germany. Yeah, Schwaben is a, New uh, Schwabenland is a place in Germany, I believe. Right, okay, so this was New Schwabenland. All right, so this is where it gets interesting. Um, this it was, is where it gets <laughs> Yes, yes. So it was during this time the Germans came in contact with... Oh, boy. Aliens. I, I, I read off your script. <gasps> aliens. But... Oh, my gosh. Uh, always. I, I thought, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Wasn't it um, 
in like the center of the earth that we mentioned they went to Antarctica and found like the center of the earth as well. So, okay, hold on. No. If you want to go back, uh, we talked about the hollow earth in like episode five, I, I want to say. One of those episodes that was before this one. Uh, so Concrete donuts. Yeah, so that was, it was episode five. I'm really good at this. Okay, so episode five, we talked about Hollow Earth. I talked about Hollow Earth. And in that, um, it was, they found a hole in the middle of the South and North Pole where you could go in and, like, through that you could find a Hollow Earth. And that's where some people say that Nazis lived. Um, or they, they went there after the end of World War II. So this is saying that during World War II, they found this base. They and it's found not, it, yeah. It's not the Hollow Earth, but it is in Antarctica. This episode is sponsored by our own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> sponsored by what they won't pro- tell you and you probably shouldn't believe. A new podcast that's sweeping the nation. So, okay. So they made contacts with aliens, and these aliens showed them new technologies, such as the anti-gravity disc, otherwise known as a flying saucer. So an UFO? An UFO. They, well, yeah, they invented UFOs, um, or they showed the Germans how to make UFOs. And uh, side note, so a lot of people say that Hitler survived World War II. That's been, like, a common concept yeah, since, that's like... A- the end of Hitler's life. Yeah, since the end of Hitler's life, especially because the body they found was announced by the Nazis, not by the Allies. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was announced by the uh, Nazis. So then, and the Allies were like, well, we can't find him because they burned him. Wow. So we never really were able to identify the body. So maybe Hitler's still alive. I doubt that. To this day. <laughs> I doubt that. How old would he be if he that was is, still around? You know. Because I, he served in war, World War One as well. I know he did. But he was a youngin' then, you know? I mean. He was just a small, he was like four when that happened, you know? So <laughs> he was only like, what, 11 when World War Two happened? He could totally still be alive. Don't look at how okay. old he was. <laughs> I think he was like 30 or 40. Anyway. Um, Continue with this. So, so Hitler survived World War II, and then he went to base 211. So he's living there. He's hanging out with the aliens. They're making UFOs. <laughs> UFOs. It's a good old time. Drinking and like yeah, smoking. having mimosas. Drinking. Uh, <laughs> they're drinking their cigars. <laughs> drinking their Cuban cigars. It's a grand old time, you know. The aliens are showing them uh, sweet new drugs. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. psychedelic drugs. They're talking about the Hollow Earth. It's it's grand. It's such a great time. Uh, so that happens. And then the British are like, we got to destroy this place, okay? Because the Nazis are having just way too much fun with these aliens, and we need to get that sweet, sweet alien companionship. <laughs> so we got to do this. I feel like this is sort of like a um, Shakespearean-style thing of, like, we want to um, marry the alien, but the Nazis got to them first. So Shakespearean. What? I don't know, like Romeo and Juliet or whatever. <laughs> this is a Romeo and Juliet story. So, um, so Hitler wanted fell to marry in love with an alien. Wanted to marry an alien, but um, named Tybalt. <laughs> but he couldn't because his parents. Oh no, they wanted him to marry them, right? So would the aliens be Romeo? I don't know. Because don't wouldn't know the British be Tybalt? They would, like, want Juliet, and Juliet's like, no, I want the alien. I want the alien. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) 
so we should we should call this episode new uh new romeo and juliet or <laughs> nomeo and juliet oh no no not nomeo and juliet sherlock gnomes sherlock gnomes <laughs> part two <laughs> Okay, so the British were like, I want to marry the aliens. I want to marry the aliens. So they went to this base, um, but they were killed by Romeo. (laughs) So they went to the base, but they couldn't kill uh, the Nazis. They couldn't destroy the base. So the only person left to destroy the base was, obviously, the United States, because we're the best country on Earth. Not the Russians for some reason. Well, the Russians were in cahoots with the aliens. Oh, they were they were having an argument or whatever. No, they were in cahoots with the aliens. Cahoots. Cahoots. Ah. Cahoots. <laughs> it means they were in. They were collaborating. Well, they were kind of. They they took. So part of this is that the Russians also took UFOs. They also had UFO technology. Oh, so. Um, but that's like not really part of this conspiracy exactly. But it is something I looked up and found out. From the documentary, he was talking about how the Russians also had Ooh, flying saucers. Yeah. yeah. It was because, like, the, the, you know, the race to space, space age, the uh, Cold War and all that. So the Russians were in cahoots with the aliens. Anyway. So, so yeah. The British tried to destroy the, the Nazis. Failed. So it was up to the U.S. And this is where we get to Operation High Jump. So... The U.S. launched Operation High Jump, which was led by none other than Admiral Richard Byrd. Do you know who Richard Byrd is? We talked about him before. I feel like we did talk about him before. So he is the space, or space, he is the pilot that um, had the secret diary that talked about Hollow Earth. Oh, that's right. So he's the one that visited Hollow Earth, and he's also the one that headed Operation High Jump. Was he an admiral at this time? Yes, he was Admiral. He was Admiral Richard Byrd, and he was leading this operation. All right. So our old friend Richard Byrd, woohoo! So Admiral Byrd, uh, Operation High Jump. Okay, so picture this. Oh boy. So the year was 1946. World War II has been over in Europe for one year, and the U.S. is bringing huge hips, huge hips. This the biggest hips, hips, the sexiest of hips. Just, just just sauntering into Antarctica like penguins with their big old hips. And everyone's like going, damn, she's got some drunk in her trunk. And it's beautiful, okay? So along with their big hips, they are also bringing big ships and a bunch of planes and also like... A lots of stuff. Are they setting up a nightclub? What are they doing with those hips? <laughs> that's that's their they, hips. The lasers come out of their hips. Ah, okay. So okay. <laughs> it's part of their artillery. <laughs> um, to talk about holsters, they got big old holsters for them big old lasers coming out of their oh hips. <laughs> so they bought like so they brought a bunch of artillery uh, to this base so that they could destroy the Nazis. But the Germans had a trick. Up their sleeves. Oh, boy. Um, their alien technology ha- allowed them to create flying saucers, and these flying saucers uh, shot out lasers from their base. Lasers. So can you imagine, like, these American planes that were doing, you know, their pew-pew-pews, <laughs> and the lasers on the uh, UFOs were just going, pew, and, like, decimating 
thousands of people at once. I want these you know? sound effects dubbed over <laughs> Star Wars or some other like sci-fi. Pew, pew, pew. That's that's a lightsaber. <laughs> shing, shing, shing. I'm like Ewan McGregor. <laughs> uh, so okay, so yeah. So just imagine these lasers, which are like obliterating everything. But the U.S. somehow uh, succeeded because they detonated three atomic bombs, and that destroyed the base. And no one else noticed these atomic bombs. No, no, it's just what was in Antarctica. Who is living on Antarctica? Uh, penguins. Except for the penguins, they died. I'm sorry. <laughs> What? The penguins I had, died. I had, I had a penguin friend down there. They were hanging out with Hitler. They were Nazis. They were Nazi penguins, Patrick. They didn't tell me that. I'm sorry. They were hiding that from me. All penguins in Antarctica were Nazis, collaborating with the aliens, also drinking their Cuban cigars. Wait, how do you drink a cigar? <laughs> you just now got that I said Because I messed up before and I said they were drinking Cigars. cigars. I thought you said mimosas. They were drinking mimosas and cigars. They were putting the cigar into, into the mimosa, mimosa. Okay. stirring it up, and then drinking and then the drinking ashes. The <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Let me vomit. All right. Back to back to the show. <laughs> okay. So three atomic bombs. Okay. So a one scholar, the documentary guy, he points out that at the same time as Operation High Jump. There were UFO sightings in the U.S. So he posits that since the destruction of the base had all these people like flying away, that these were actually Germans. So they actually destroyed the base? They destroyed the base. The U.S. destroyed the base. And then the Nazis were like, what are we going to do? We don't have a base. So they sent these flying saucers out into the United States, and then they were like, we're going to spy on the U.S. so that we can get our payback. So... The Roswell incident was actually Nazis spying on the United States. Okay. Um, so who's I I wanna question the like Nazi officer who was like, Yeah, these guys just totally whipped our ass for the second time. Let's go into their homeland and spy on them. Yes. <laughs> like But they were they were in UFOs, Patrick. Okay, you're right. Ufos. So people didn't know. People thought that they were aliens, so they had that advantage. But really, any flying saucer that you see is just Nazis looking over us. Any sort of, even to this day. To this day, if you see a flying saucer, call the CIA, because those are Nazis. Those are Nazis. <laughs> those are Nazi aliens or and penguins. Or did they come down and start becoming neo-Nazis? Well, here's the thing. No. There's neo-Nazis, and then there's, like, Nazi-Nazis who are in the flying saucers. Okay. But, okay, so, as of right now, the Nazi military still exists and is in wait until the people controlling the world are ready for the New World Order. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Do 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 do. Can we can we use that? Sure. Is that that copyright? I, I don't know what that's from. What? You what? what 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 is what? it from? What it's from X Files. Oh my god! Never seen X Files. I've never seen X Files either. <laughs> We're really bad conspiracy theorists. Uh, 
That's from, yeah. Do, 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 do. Okay, so, New World Order. We've heard of that before. We should, like, do an entire episode on the New World Order. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there was the um, airport one that I think that was last week or the week before. Yeah, when you were talking about the, what, Colorado airport? I think so. I think it was... The Col- Denver airport? Yeah, Colorado or Denver. or one like one Denver's of those- in Colorado. Okay. <laughs> Ollie has been keeping me up. Ollie the dog. Yeah, Ollie the dog that we're all familiar with. We're all fam- the famous dog. Yes, the famous dog that was a guest on one of our podcasts. He, he has been keeping me up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Denver's in Colorado. Yeah, I think it was the Denver airport and how that was supposed to establish a new world order as well. Somehow, with their... The horse. The, the Mustang. The Mustang. Somehow. I don't know. I, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, right now, neo-Nazis say that the Nazi holdout is still operating in Antarctica, which they call the last bati- battalion. But my question is, did they just remake the base? Or, like, did it not actually get destroyed? What is happening there? I mean... Okay, so if you dropped three atomic bombs, right. there is nothing that's going to survive there. Not, e- not like, even penguins. Not even penguins. Not even the seals, the fishies, none of it. Like, most likely everything there is going to die. Like, yeah. It's Antarctica. Everyone's, everything's dead anyway. Yeah. But, so, they would have to have <gasps> rebuilt it. Oh my gosh, I have my own conspiracy theory that I want people to propagate. Okay? Okay. So... Antarctica actually used to be this beautiful, like, incredible oasis. Like, green, and everything was beautiful, but... Like the Garden of Eden? Like, it was the Garden of Eden. It was the Garden of Eden, yes. But after the U.S. uh, put the three atomic bombs, they were like, we don't want this to happen because people are going to go to the Antarctica. They destroyed Antarctica, and that's how it became a frigid wasteland. (laughs) Boom, conspiracy even though there's pictures from like 1800s. No, that they're doctored. People can doctor pictures all the time. Yeah. Any no. It's all fake. It's all fake. It's all fake, fake news. Fake news. <laughs> See, it's the scientists are you gonna run who for are working now? with the aliens. Are you going to run for president now screaming fake news all the time? Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Hey, you might win. actually win it. I know. Jesus. All Kanye right. 2020. Um <laughs> What were you talking about? Nazis. Nazis. Okay, so that's a conspiracy. High jump destroyed the Nazi base that was in Antarctica. However, let's talk about the truth. The truth that the, the, you know, the government tells us is true. So first, the Nazis really did explore Antarctica, but they were probably trying to find places to whale. Like whale hunt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like whale hunt. Okay. And then people have always believed Hitler survived the war, but it was this particular one was this theory that he went to this base was probably perpetuated by this Hungarian writer called Landisless uh, Szabo, S Z A B O Szabo. Um, he said, like literally right after Hitler died, he said that Hitler survived the war and escaped to Antarctica. So he's probably the one that like made people think, oh, the space, Hitler's living there. Okay? And then I, I want to take a quote from Skeptoid, because I really like this quote. 
Fine Pulp Fiction it was, but Hitler's Antarctic Fortress was never anything more than an imaginative hopes of Landislas Sasbo to promote his preferred belief that Hitler's had survived the war. Hitler's? Hitler's. That Hitler's had survived the war. (laughs) Multiple Hitler's. Yeah, there's Hitler, there's little Hitler, there's There's big Hitler. mini Hitler, there's Hitler Jr. Uh, He had a lot of kids. Hitler, Hitler. Hitler, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, and then I would like to talk about, like, this is probably the most most like accurate part of the entire conspiracy is that Operation High Jump really did happen. Really? It's a real thing. But it wasn't a military expedition. Like it wasn't to destroy the base. It was likely meant to prepare US soldiers to fight the dirty commie Soviets in extremely cold weather. Huh. So this was during the Cold War, like um I said in the forties, like late forties after the war. So we we're in the middle of the Cold War, right? And so the US was like, okay, well, you know, you never you never, what is it? You never fight a land war in Russia or something like that? Yeah, you don't fight um, a land war in Russia due to the cold weather. Exactly. So they're like, that, okay, and so. like they do um, a method where if it's um, like fall, they'll actually burn their home crops, poison their wells, and retreat back. So basically they'll force you to starve. Right. It's, it's like guerrilla warfare. It's almost, yeah, it is guerrilla warfare. It's actually really devastating because once you have no food, and you then are stuck in the cold, they'll just come back at you. It's actually really interesting to study it. Right. So they're basically saying, like, we know this is happening. We've learned from history. So we're going to prepare our soldiers so that they're, like, ready for the cold, ready to, like, face these these Russians. Um, so that's what was really happening. Um, and then finally... Three atomic bombs were actually detonated really? by the United States. I know. That was, like, the most surprising to me as well. However, they were detonated over the ocean, not in Antarctica, and they were meant to for scientists to see what the bombs would do if detonated outside of the atmosphere. Wait, but it was over the ocean. Yeah, it was, like, really high over the ocean, really out high. of atmosphere. <laughs> really high over the ocean, detonated, and then they wanted to see how what would happen. So... So yeah, they were they were detonated. There was there was atomic bombs detonated, but mm-hmm. they were And Operation High Jump really did happen. But they were really high up. They're really high up. No penguins were harmed in the making of these bombs. Um and Operation High Jump was not meant to destroy a Nazi base, according to science and government. Yes. And I would like also to add that people say that the aliens that helped the Germans were either reptilians or greys. Or greys? Or greys. You're going to have to uh, help me de- uh, define these aliens because the only one I know is the reptilian ones. So the reptilians control the country. They control the world. All right. Then we have the ethereal, like, elvish ones who are kind of like, I believe, the diplomats. <laughs> okay. And then we have the greys who are kind of like the grunts. They are the happiness coordinators okay. in this whole they are the happiness intergalactic okay. operation. That, that makes sense to me. <laughs> and we are the puppies <laughs> that the greys take care of. <laughs> um, there's plenty more. There's lots of other aliens thrown into but the mix. But those are like the three main, three main ones. ones. Yes. So it was either the greys that helped them or the reptilians. Not exactly sure. I would say the reptilians, just because this is a very, like, it's such a reptilian move, you know? It's so Gemini of them. 
<laughs> all reptiles, all reptiles and reptilians are Geminis. Uh, it does make sense for like um, the bitch of the office to do this sort of thing. It, yeah, that makes sense. You know, the Greys coming down and like, hey guys, we're going to help you, you know, be Nazis. <laughs> Let's show you how to make a flying saucer. Yay! <laughs> It's almost like a kid's show. <laughs> One, two, three. Me for making a flying saucer. The word of the day is genocide. <laughs> Yay! Can you count how many atomic bombs were hit, hit us? One, two, One, three. Two, three. <laughs> and then they just. <laughs> I bet the Greys could survive that. I bet they have like orbs around them. They're watching all the Nazis die. It's like sucks to be you, man. Uh, bye. I'm going back to the moon. They have a great new restaurant there called Great Atmosphere. Like, love I'd it. Love to sit there. <laughs> love sitting there. <laughs> love it. Uh, no, Greys don't need to eat. I don't know. Um, well, that's my conspiracy. That, the long that, and the short of it. That was fantastic. Thank you, thank you. I like this conspiracy. It was fun to yeah, investigate. Um, question for the whales. Question for the whales. When I speak you said, for the whales. When you said the Nazis d- explored this but were trying to find places to whale, my first thought was for them to act like whales. <laughs> whale. <laughs> They just needed to be whales, you know. Yeah. Did we do the one with the the sharks? Yes, the I guy think that's so. trying to so. be a shark. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, conspiracy theory university. Conspiracy theory university, where you learn how to be a shark, <laughs> <laughs> and then if you go to Antarctica, you can learn how to be a whale. It's it's taught, sadly, it's taught in German by a Nazi. Yeah, I mean, you know, the professor. Not the best, you know? Not the best. Yeah. I would give him uh, a one star on Rate My Professor. <laughs> Two chili peppers, though, because damn, he hot. Uh, <laughs> but the, the content's really great, you know? I mean, it's an easy A, let me tell you. I mean, if so long as you're uh, okay with being, like, he forces you day one to sign an agreement to be a Nazi. <laughs> I mean, like I said, not the best professor. Uh, definitely. If I if I could give zero stars, I would. But you know this this website needs work. <laughs> One star for Ray my professor. For Professor Hitler, Hitler. <laughs> how did you? How did he even get through? <laughs> like, there should be a screening process for stuff like. Oh, I guess there's no screening process to be president. I mean, instead of like the regular Hitler mustache, it's. Upside down, so it's just a goatee. I mean, yeah. I mean, have you seen the neo-Nazis? The neo-Nazis like a clean-shaven face, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 But, like, Hitler, Hitler wants to honor his father. Hitler, Hitler. <laughs> Hitler, Hitler. Dad. <laughs> now I'm thinking of uh, Kylo, like, looking at the looking Darth Vader melting. <laughs> Instead, it's just Hitler's head. Oh, my God. That's so creepy. Hitler's head just sitting there. No, 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 it's just the mustache. <laughs> they just shaved the mustache and put it there. It's, it's like in like a glass encasement. <laughs> I will not. I will not forget you, Father. <laughs> Says Hitler. Your, leg- your legacy shall live on. Oh, no. I shall teach the world how to wail. 
and that will turn them into Satanists. <laughs> he then just backflips and flies into the ocean. <laughs> and starts like flopping around the ocean. <laughs> he starts eating cr- krill. <laughs> He actually genetically modified himself, so he has, like, the blowhole at the yeah. top. <laughs> Just going through his head. And the penguins are there like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. This, is... this has been great. <laughs> oh, my God. I love making fun of Nazis. <laughs> they're, they're so much fun to make They're fun easy of. to make fun of. Um, anyway, um, so that has All been right, our well, episode. That has um, been our episode. Goodbye, Hitler, Hitler. Oh, no. <laughs> We're not naming the episode that. No, no, no. I know it's in your mind. <laughs> no, I, I'm, that's not my mind. Hitler, Hitler is uh, far from it. <laughs> People will be like, they, they've strayed. <laughs> if anything, I, um, the closest thing I would do is animate that and just call it a Hitler, Hitler animation. <laughs> We gotta animate something one oh, of yeah. these days, Pat. I, I've been too busy. Yeah, I, I know how to animate, but it's been. Uh, we're hitching. We're or hitching. We're reaching the end of uh, our year at at this university. I'm not gonna wait. Did we already say which university we go to? I don't know. At university. At university. <laughs> yes, we're actually uh, reaching the end of our. Um, Senior year. Senior year. Both of us. Yeah, both of us are seniors, and we're reaching the end of it. So, um, yeah, we're obviously both busy. So, probably after graduation, I will start animating some of this stuff. Okay. And then, you know. Send it off. And, you know, I'm in the middle of applying for lots of happiness coordinator jobs. Yeah, happiness coordinator (laughs) jobs. It's hard work. You should definitely show that to your uh, roommates and friends. You know what? My roommates are looking for a job. In Toronto, though, they want to stay in Chicago. Yeah, they want to stay in Chicago, but at the same time, like, do you want to be called happiness coordinator? Yeah. (laughs) That's so, oh, my God. Um, So, anyway, uh, comment, like, like. uh, email us, wtwtypodcast at gmail.com. One more time, Patrick? wtwtypodcast at gmail.com. Now say it in a Russian accent. The beauty, the beauty. At podcast.com. No, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Also, follow us on Twitter at um, wtwtypodcast. Everything is really easy. Yeah. WTWTY podcast. I mean, it's easy for us to remember. That's kind of why we did it. Yeah. It's <laughs> easy for everyone to remember, you know? What was that podcast? WTWTY W-T-Y. podcast. Yeah. Uh, it stands for what they, they won't, won't tell, tell you and what you probably shouldn't believe. No, actually, it's just what you won't What, what they, they won't, won't tell, tell you. you. It stands and- for Satanism. <laughs> Satan. Wait, no. It stands for Antichrist, Lucifer, for Satan. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> we aren't the best spellers. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that I could have made the radio broadcast show WTWTY. Seriously? I was wondering why you were doing like the one acronym. (laughs) Anyway, you can also um, follow... uh, Follow us individually. Yes, follow us individually. On Twitter. And I'm on Insta. Oh, I'm not on Insta. I deleted Insta a long time ago. I think my Instagram is the writer Lauren. That's also your uh, Twitter as well. That's also my Twitter is the writer Lauren, I believe. Yes, or just look up Lauren Walter. I don't want to. Lauren Walter. Um, I hope my students don't hear this. We can probably take out the last name if you want. Yeah. So, yeah, the writer Lauren um, on Twitter and on Insta. Like, 
me follow me please i don't have that many followers and i'm a hoot on twitter yes you are <laughs> i i have seen your tweets oh thank you um anyway that's all we have to that's all we have for you today yes and that is all obviously thank you for listening thank you for um doing this we're honestly surprised we've gone this far and we love all of our listeners we love you so much yes yeah, so uh, with that being said, I hope everyone has a fantastic day.